People of God, we are talking about stone throwers today. There are stone throwers in the church everywhere. And even you can think that it is only the unbelievers that have stone throwers. But now in the church, they are even numerous and more than even you can see outside. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. But you see, these Pharisees, when they brought the woman, now these Pharisees are the stone thrower of that woman. You have a stone thrower. I have a stone thrower. Everybody has a stone thrower. But let's begin from this Jesus version. You see, when these people brought the woman that was caught in adultery, they came, first of all, not to accuse that woman. You see, it is not their intention. When they came, the Bible makes us understand in verse 6 that they wanted to accuse Jesus himself. They were finding fault so that they would be able to accuse him. And so you can see that they just used the woman as a point of contact. They just brought the woman so that, first of all, if Jesus opened his mouth, uh, if Jesus said, okay, let me set the woman free, that means Jesus do not obey the law of Moses because they caught him and said that Moses' law says we should stone her. And then if Jesus also said, okay, stone her, that means that the Savior and the Messiah that he is is a lie because he came to save sinners. He came to save us and set us free from sin. So how is it that he's accusing the woman that he has to be stoned? You understand? And that if Jesus also said that, okay, I'm not going to do anything about this. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just be quiet and watch them so that they walk away. That means Jesus is not a wise God. He don't know how to judge. And so they will begin to. So you see, in all ways, the three ways, they were looking for Jesus. But Jesus, uh, John chapter 2 verse 24 make us understand that he know men. He know what is in their heart. And so he did not trust them and put himself on them. That means that he just touched them. He weighed them and know the reason why they brought the woman. And so he, he later on let their own hatred entangle them. Hallelujah. And Jesus said that, okay, now, who is not with anything? First of all, cast the stone. Jesus would have just said that if somebody that knows that today they have not committed adultery to begin to cast the stone. Because, you see, that very day, everybody would have cast stone in the woman. Because adultery is not only the sin. And that day, probably none of them had committed adultery except that woman. But Jesus generalized it. Jesus did not specifically mention adultery, but he said, if any one of you do not have anything in you, begin to throw the stone. And then, they begin to set their heart and know that none of them is not guilty. All of them are guilty, child of God. And so they begin to throw their thoughts away and they all left one by one, child of God. There are some people that are throwing stones on you. Some people that are looking at you and painting you black mm -hmm. and saying all kinds of colors and things about you. But listen that they don't know. What they don't know is the same thing that they are accusing you of. Just you are committing the same sin. Either mm -hmm. one way or another. They might not be committing the same adultery, mm -hmm. but maybe they are fornicated. Maybe they are liars. Maybe they are gossipers. Maybe they compromise. Maybe all kinds of sin, jealousy, backbiting are in, in them, child of God. And so Jesus said, look into yourself. If you have not sin in you, then kill that woman as you want him. Because the law, bring her out. The law said we should kill her. But me, Jesus, I came to save sinners. I'm not going to kill her unless you first judge yourself and see if you are not a sinner, then kill that woman. 
nobody was able to do a child of God. Stone throwers, they are quick to judge. Stone throwers don't know how to blush. Stone throwers always wanted to uh, kill somebody first not knowing that the same thing or the same accusation that they are placing on somebody, they are full of it and it is in them. Hallelujah. The stone throwers are always ready to throw the stone first while they left there. They keep their secret behind the curtain. They lock their secrets up and then they come out to reveal somebody's secret. That is how stone throwers are. Of God. But the all-knowing master, the one that know everything, the one that did not come to condemn but to set free, he looked inside them and he realized that you are the same. And not only one thing, it deserves to be stoned. Everything is a sin. And so if you are claiming that I should kill this woman, you kill the woman first if you are not a sinner. Child of God, there are so many things that is going on, that somebody will put on you, that you won't even be able to go where the person is accusing you to defend yourself. But the master, Jesus has seen it. All that I am coming to tell you today is don't even look at who, those that are accusing you. Don't look at those that are saying all kinds of things or manner about you. But child of God, just focus on Christ. Because with one word, they will please. With one word, they will throw their stone down and they will know that they too are guilty and they will go away. If only everybody will set their hand before they begin to pinpoint hands on people, there won't be any problem. But people will always pinpoint first before they sit down. You see, when they, they, they caught or they arrest the woman and they were coming, they were making noise, right? And so some people are probably picking stones and following because they don't even know the reason why they want to do. They, they are following them. That's how stone throwers are. Stone throwers follow multitude. They, they follow crowd that will lead them to hell because the truth is, some of them, they don't even know why they have stones in their hand to throw on that woman. It is later that they will find out that the woman has committed adultery. Why? Because everybody was running with stone in their hands and they have to follow, running with stone in their hands too. Well, what is that to you, child of God? What is that to you? Just as Jesus has told Peter, he said, if I want John to live until I come back, what is that to you? But people don't think about things that they do. They follow crowds. They follow people. When, when somebody is saying, but the number is not good. Oh, Pastor Gloria too have to say, but the number is not good. Without even knowing why they are saying, but the number is not good. It was later on that they will find out that, hey, brother, after they go through and go close to Bananambe and walk with Bananambe and realize that, hey, Everything that they were talking about, brother, number is not true. Mm -hmm. And so you see, that time is too late because if they would have thrown stone to kill him, they would have killed him before knowing who brother number really is. Child of God. That is why I always say every child of God has access to the throne room of God. Every child of God has access to Master Jesus. Go to him and ask him, Papa. They, they said, Pastor Gloria is not good, though. Can you reveal Pastor Gloria to me? What is it that Pastor Gloria has done that people are claiming she's not good? Our God is a merciful God. He is all just God. And so he will reveal to you for you to know exactly who Pastor Gloria is before you even accuse and begin to throw stone on Pastor Gloria. People of God, we don't have to be just anybody. 
We have been selected. We have been chosen. We have come out from darkness where we used to be. And so don't let us go back and wallow in, in the thing that we used to do. My unbelievers are accusing and throwing stones. When church members that do not know anything are converted but are broken, if they are throwing stones at child of God, you too don't go and throw stones without you knowing the accusation, without you knowing the problem. Do you know that when they came, according to the same Moses law, they should have bring the man too because it's the two of them that are supposed to be stoned. According to Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 22, but you know what happened? They brought only the woman. That, that even shows that it is not the sin that the woman has committed. That is why they are coming to uh, kill her. But they are just using her as a point of contact to get to Jesus. For Jesus to break laws, do you know that some throwaways? It is not the main thing that they were expecting to hear, the reason why they, they begin to throw stones. But anything that they hear, they just take it. Whether it's from leg, whether it's from the middle or from the head, they begin to throw stones, child of God. They don't have a specific reason to begin to throw stones. And then also, Moses, the same Moses law also said that they can only throw stone or kill somebody with their witness, somebody standing there and accusing the person. So do you want to tell me that all the Pharisees and, and, and scribes that brought the woman, they are all of the ones that saw the woman be committed adultery? No, it has to be only one person who saw it and came and, and, and report to them before they brought her to Jesus. But why are they unwilling to bring that person out? Because when they went before Jesus, Jesus was expecting them to bring the man too. The man wasn't there. Mm. He was expecting for the, the witness to be there because the witness is the one that's supposed to throw the stone first before the others. But the witness also wasn't there. They were not willing because they just don't know why they came there. All their reason is to put Jesus in trouble. Yeah. You can't come and fool God, oh, child of God. You can't come and deceive God. The word of God Make us understand that Jesus knows everything from the beginning to the end. So when they came, the scripture, when you read it, it makes you understand, I think in verse 7, that they just want to implicate Jesus. And so they, 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 that means that it's like they pretend, they pretend that the woman has sinned so that they abuse the woman to get to Jesus. And, but it's not the woman that they are coming to kill, but Jesus they want to drag and kill. So, can somebody fool God? No. Why do they pretend when the chief that know every secret thing is standing right before them? You can't go to the house of the Lord and pretend to be who you are not. Because at the end of the day, you will be revealed. Everything that you are doing will be revealed because God is not mocked. You can't mock God. Hallelujah. Whatever character, whatever that you are, being that you are will be revealed and then there you will be standing there. Either you will turn around and go your way or you will, you will find yourself wanting that moment. There are some lessons here that I want us to learn. And so because I want to finish quickly, let us go to the lesson. Lessons number one. All sin is sin. There is no sin 
that is that is small or big. And there is no sin that is greater than any other sin. So when Jesus begin to say, if you know you have not sinned, throw the stone, why would they left? Why would they stand there and say that, oh, we brought her for adultery. Mm -hmm. And so it is only adultery that is greater than any other sin. Mm -hmm. And so, oh yeah, stone her because we have not been, we have not committed adultery. Mm -hmm. But they left because no sin is greater than any sin. Every sin is sin in the eyes of the Lord. Whether you fornicate, whether you commit adultery, whether you gossip, whether you backbite, you feel jealousy about somebody, whatever, when you go to um, um, Galatians chapter 5, verse um, 19, it lists all kinds of their sins for you. And so there is no sin that is greater than anything. And the Romans chapter uh, 3, verse 23, make us understand that we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And so why are you sinner going to accuse me a sinner? In that present moment, there is only one person who has not committed any sin, which is our Lord Jesus. But he even said, I am not going to condemn her. I leave her, let her go. What is your problem? So you see, don't throw it. Always judge somebody before, before, before they even know why they are judging the person. The same sin that they are committed, they are always wanting somebody to die for it. Um, uh, Matthew chapter 7, verse 3 to 5 says, if you have a log in your eye, why don't you first begin to take your log out mm -hmm. so that you can see Nathan's log and take it out? Mm -hmm. Because if you have this log, how are you going to see Nathan's log and take it out? So you hypocrites, take your log first before you can see clearly and take out from somebody's eye. Let us first judge ourselves. Let us first search our heart and know if there is no sin in us before we go and accuse somebody of sin. People of God. Yeah. Number two, some throwers have no forgiveness and are always quick to condemn. Yeah. You see, when they brought that woman, they are just accusing that woman, wanted that woman to be killed right away. They have no forgiveness. They don't know that even the gods, the Pharisees and the scribes that said they, they claim they are serving God. They don't even know that God himself, what he wants is forgiveness and mercy. They always want somebody to be condemned and killed. But Jesus did not come to condemn and kill. He came to set free and be a savior for people. And that is why he said, he told the woman, that is, where is your accusers? And he said, Lord, they are not there. He said, okay then. If they could not accuse you, if they could not throw stone on you, uh, me, I look onto the cross that I'm about to mount for you. Mm. And because of that cross, I am not going to kill you. Mm. Go, but do what? Be holy. Mm -hmm. That brings me to point number three. Mm -hmm. Holiness is important in the sight of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Because when Jesus said the woman free, he did not just say go and continue your adultery. He said go and sin no more. He did not say God, and you see, even over there, he did not also claim, uh, condemn the woman of adultery. Something is wrong there. 
But he said, go and sin no more. That means that whatever sin that came with that woman together with the adultery, mm. God is warning that woman, go and do it no more. Child of God, when you come in Christ and Jesus says to free all you have to do is to stay holy because he himself is holy. Mm. He demands holiness from you. He wants you to stay away from your sin. Don't continue to dwell in that sin and claim that you are asking for forgiveness, child of God. Because God wants to set you free completely from every thing that is, every impurity that will make you stand pure before the Lord. And so Jesus is telling the woman, go and sin no more. And then the third throwers also follow multitude. I've already said it. When they follow that woman, when they, when only one person begin to shout, come on, the woman is keeping secret, thinking that um, she can fornicate with somebody's husband. And everybody came. Probably the man got quickly and ran away. And so everybody came and they grabbed that woman. And when, as they keep going, the number keep increasing. As they keep going, the number keep increasing. Because people don't even know. And, 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 and recently, I saw something on um, on a, a TikTok that one person started running. And the moment he two women are sitting there talking, the moment they saw the man, all of them also got up and followed the man. And then they got to three men. They are talking. They too follow them. By the time they went to the like fifth blog, all the multitude are following them. And so yesterday when I was reading, I said, that is exactly what happened to the woman that was caught in adultery. One person began it. Mm -hmm. And then the multitude followed without even know. You see, well, after they ran and ran and ran, they got tired. The guy got tired and stopped and said, ah, and then, uh, you know, trying to catch the bread. Mm -hmm. Then everybody was looking at the back and they realized that they were running for nothing. And that is when they begin to go on their ways. The same thing happened. After they brought the woman to Jesus, and Jesus said that if you know you have not committed sin, kill here, and nobody will be able to kill. That is where some people will be even asked, why am I even holding a stone? Why am I even going to kill this woman? And before they will be dropping their stones and then run away, people of God. Don't let us first run to go and kill people. Don't let us first run and go and, and, and shed innocent blood. But let us find first find out why we are running. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And then our sins will be uncovered. Mm -hmm. When they came, the Pharisees and said, uh, the Sadducees, they think that they are the leaders. They know everything. And so now, what do they do? They just brought the woman. It is only her that has committed a sin. But they covered their secret sins. All of them have secret things in their, in their cupboard that nobody knows anything about it. But they came to stand there as if they are holy. They came to stand there because they are the ones that have to go and read the law and come and explain it to the people. And so everybody looked to them as they are the ones that, that have no fault in them. If Jesus did not say, let each and every one of them throw stones out, will everybody know that those people also have things in their secret? Nobody knows. That is how stone throwers are. They always cover their sins and open people's sins. Mm -hmm. Yet they have secret sins. 
Hallelujah. Let us not be quick. Because the book, Psalm uh, uh, 90 verse 8, make us understand that, Lord, you have opened my sins and it is bare before your presence. And Hebrews chapter 4 verse 13 also said, the one that created the whole world, nothing is hidden from him. So you can fool people that you are holy, mm -hmm. but in the sight of God, you know what you are doing in your secret. Mm -hmm. You know the backbiting and the gossip and everything that you are doing in your secret. Trying to uh, uh, implicate people, you know it all. Child of God, but don't come and stand before the Lord and his people and pretend that you are okay. Nothing is wrong with you. Meanwhile, you have a secret sin, sin that you have covered it. Hallelujah. And then we can't trick or fool God. I have already mentioned that. When they came, they think that they can fool God. <laughs> but Galatians chapter 6 verse 7 said, do not be deceived. God is not God. Whatever a man sows, he shall reap. Whatever a man sows, he shall reap. Child of God. Let us be careful the things that we do in the house of the Lord, the things that we do, and we pretend that we God doesn't know anything. That brings me to this thing that uh, is something that somebody shared, and I like it. So anytime I, I preach something, I bring it if it's only close to it. Mm. These two girls are going to steal their mother's money. Mm. And they keep looking for the money. They can't find it where the money is. But they know that there is a money in the house that they want to steal. Mm. And so when they went, they decided, if I get the money, I will divide it into two. I'll give you half. And I will take half. Mm. And so when they went and searched and searched and searched, they couldn't find the money. At the end of the day, one of the girls said, let us pray to God so that he will show us where the money is and then we will steal the money. And so he said, okay, go. And he said, God, I pray if you show us where the money is, we will give you half of the money. And then, and then the other one said, open her eyes and say, you give her him half. What about me? Didn't you promise that you give me half? And he said, keep quiet. We are just, we are just, you know, we are just saying that we are not going to do it. Yes. We are just saying that to fool God, but actually we are not going to do it when we find the money. We will divide it. <laughs> Who do you think you are fooling, child of God? You are only fooling yourself. Don't let us think that we are elders. Don't let us think that we are pastors. Don't let us think that we have big names on us. And so we can hide behind those names. And do whatever that we want and come before people and, 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 and do and, and, and pretend that everything is okay. Because we can never, ever fool God. Hallelujah. And then be careful of self-deception. You see, when they were coming, they were deceiving themselves that they are leaders and they have no sense. You see, it's easy. It is so easy for somebody to deceive themselves. That I am not who I think I am. You see, you will claim that I am okay, I am right, but in the sight of God, you are. The Lord said, even our righteousness is dirty rag in his sight. And so who do you think you are coming to deceive? Only yourself, child of God. Let us not come and make people know that we are okay. 
Apostle Paul said something. He said, if you think that you are okay and you do not know anything, you only deceive yourself. So let the one that thinks that he knows it all, first of all, search and make sure that it is true. Don't make us deceive ourselves. And then the last one, if Jesus didn't condemn us, no one can condemn us. Did you know that when they brought that woman, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus said, I'm not like you. I won't condemn her. I came to set her free from her sin. And so I won't make her die. Not because you say so. Not because you are a leader. Not because you are a teacher of the law. Not because of whoever that you call yourself are. Because of that, I should condemn it. Let me ask you. Because somebody is condemning you. Because somebody is saying all kinds of things and accusing you. Are you going to throw in the towel and you will do what the Lord wants you to do? Child of God. At the end of the day, you will stand before the Lord. He himself will tell you. Didn't I told you that I will condemn you? Why did you stick yourself so low to condemn yourself? While they are the one you are accusing, I will open my mouth and say only one word, and they all will flee. Jesus opened his mouth, said only one word. Only one word. He said, if you know you have not sinned, oh yeah, kill her, stone her, and all of them throw their stones away, and they flee from the woman. It was, the scriptures testify that it was only one, the woman, and Jesus, and probably his disciples, that left. And Jesus said, woman, where are your accusers? Mm. He said, Lord, there is no one here. Mm. He said, go and sin no more. If Jesus did not condemn you, child of God, no one can condemn you. Only one word, your accusers will flee. Only one word, they will run away. Only one word, it will only be left with you and Jesus. The one that has authority to condemn you. Who is the one that condemns somebody's servant? It is only the master that has authority to condemn the servant. And even he will make the servant stand. Because he has right not to judge the servant. So don't let anybody accuse you. Don't let anybody condemn you. Don't let anybody put you where you don't belong. It is only Master Jesus that has the right to put you everywhere he wants to put you. Judge you, any judgment he wants to bring against you. But apart from him, no one has authority over you because you are somebody, somebody's servant. This morning, I only came to tell us that if the Son of God sets us free, we are free. Mm-hmm. And nobody will be able to disturb Nobody will be able to condemn. Nobody will be able to kill or accuse us. And so let us walk as the mighty king has created us. Let us run to him and focus only on him. Have they think that when the, when the Pharisees brought the woman, the woman tried to run away to her? What would be her, her end? They would have chased her and killed her. But when they brought her and threw her before Jesus, he remained dead. And never went anywhere until Jesus said, go and sin no more. When you come before the Lord, throw yourself under his feet. Remain there. Remain there. Don't go anywhere because if you try to move, the walls will devour you. But if you stay, 
All that he will tell you is to go and sin no more. He will give you a new life. And he will change your situation around. The thing that they are even labeling you of, he will never label you with that sin. Because Jesus did not label the woman that you adultery. Go and do not go and, and commit adultery anymore. But he said, go and sin no more. Everything is sin in the sight of God. Jesus won't label you. People will label you, child of God. And so when you come to him, stay there. Whatever they will bring you, it is the will of God that you are there at that moment. Stay. Don't go anywhere. And let him be the child of your life. The Lord bless us this Sunday. As we hear this, as we let it settle in our spirits, we won't hurry up and become a stone thrower in people's lives. And we will come to Jesus, focus on him, and remain under his feet until he, the righteous judge, judge us according to our deeds. The Lord bless us in Jesus' name.